0: Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in faith.
1: Meditating is taking a passage and just saying it over and over and thinking about even a phrase. So you go to sleep at night quoting that verse. You get up in the morning and you say that passage again and again to yourself you take that passage and you shape it into a prayer to god you begin to let that passage shape and impact your life reaching up high with arms open wide we see
0: you're changing up. Do you make reading and meditating on the Word of God a primary priority in your life? As a Christian, reading the Bible should be one of the main pillars that helps you grow more and more in your faith. Reading God's Word, having a good prayer life, and sharing your faith with others are the main pillars that keep a Christian standing. The Bible says that David would meditate on the Word of God day and night. When we meditate, we don't simply gloss over the Bible, but we take time to think it over. Now here's Pastor Ed with today's edition of Building in Faith.
1: realize that it was a book written to people generations ago, but yet it's for us today. And so there's a process. First of all, you begin to look at it and you begin to make observations. And maybe you record some of those observations. Then there are verses and phrases that maybe are understood in a historical light or understood in a grammatical light. And so then you Ask interpretive questions of it, and then you can make application of it to your life. And you say, Pastor, that sounds like a real complicated process by a study guide. Nav Press has them. Zondervan Press, a lot of... Study through the Gospel of John using a study guide that will ask you inductive questions that will help you to discover the truth in the Word of God. Uh, Get a study Bible. Uh, Read K. Arthur's book on how to study the Bible. Getting a sermon on Sunday morning is not enough. Getting into the Word and the Word getting into you is what we need. Sunday, all of us will stand before God and we'll have to give account of our lives. And when we stand before him, he'll ask us and he'll evaluate us. But imagine God asking you, well, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you behave like that? Or why didn't you do that? Well, I don't know. I didn't know about that, God. Can we plead that? He gave us a love letter that reveals his will and mind and heart and how we ought to live you've got to follow the instruction booklet. If we don't follow the instruction booklet, we can't plead ignorance when we get to heaven. God expects us to study the word. Now, the people of God had neglected God's word, and because of that, they experienced judgment, they experienced all sorts of trials that came into their lives. But now, they had returned to the promised land, and Ezra's studying the book, and in Nehemiah, Nehemiah comments on that day, the people began to weep and to cry. For the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the Lord. they, They realized, oh, we've been disobedient. We've been wrong. Now, he encouraged them that God was responding in grace to them. The Bible says, blessed are those that mourn. The Bible should make us cry at times. The word of God should cause us to weep over our own sinfulness. There should be tears of repentance that come because we're hearing the voice of God in Scripture. If we're not studying the Bible, we're missing out on something. We can't, we can't, can't, can't use an excuse that our culture has set the norms for how we ought to live. Let the Word of God speak to you. Speak to you. Because God's Word tells us what we're to do, how we're to live. It's for our correction. It's for our tra- training. It's for our rebuking. It's for our teaching. All of those things are absolutely essential. There's a, a verse of Scripture that... Um, I think is amazing when it, in Timothy, when it says to us, and I'm reading again from the portion we read earlier, but I'm reading from the New Living Translation. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have been giving you wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong. It teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Read the book of Philippians. Read 1 and 2 Peter. Read the Gospels. Read the Old Testament. Spend a half an hour. Listen to the Bible being read. Use your app but make it a common practice because it's going to train you to understand what God's voice sounds like. You will learn the mind, the heart of God and how God works with his people. I want to read to you the words of Ben Campbell Johnson. He said, The Spirit not only causes a text to connect with your situation, it also makes it speak truth to you as you read it seems that the truth of this biblical text knows you knows you even better than you know yourself how often have you begun to read a text only to discover that soon the text is reading you you have a sense that the voice in the text or beyond the text is speaking to you personally all of us if if we study the bible read the bible know the bible have those experiences where a verse of Scripture reaches out and grabs a hold of our attention and gives us guidance for a specific situation. On one of my uh, book tables uh, in my living room, I have a book. It's titled, A Hundred Verses That Changed the World. And in that book, it talks about men and women who had a word from God out of the scripture that they stood on that impacted their lives and the lives of those around them. When you hear God's voice and you listen to his word, what he's saying, it impacts you and it impacts all those around you. There are a thousand different voices calling to us to go this way, to go that way, to go the other way. And in the midst of a confusing culture, We need to hear the voice of the Lord saying, this is the way, son, this is the way, daughter, walk in it. His word speaks to us. So studying the word, taking seriously the Bible, not just five minutes here and five minutes there. I'm not against devotionals. I'm not against the promise box, but you need more than that. You need to dig into the word and let the word dig inside of you. Meditating on God's word, studying God's word, meditating on God's word. In Psalm 1 2, it says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night, and will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, will give our fruit in season. What it's saying is that when you meditate, now to meditate is to say the verse to yourself. Study is more a larger portion of scripture or explaining. Or doing a word study on a passage of Scripture. That's more studying. Meditating is taking a passage and just saying it over and over and thinking about even a phrase. So you go to sleep at night quoting that verse. You get up in the morning and you say that passage again and again to yourself. You take that passage and you shape it into a prayer to God. You begin to let that passage shape and impact your life and god speak you may spend one week one month months and months on just one verse of scripture that you memorize that you meditate that you say again and again to yourself It may be an area where the enemy is battling with you. It may be an area where you need wisdom and guidance and God has given you a passage of Scripture. The the Word of God is our sword. That Word of God is our lamp. That Word of God is God speaking to us in our situation. See, the Spirit of God inspired the authors to write the Bible, the Scriptures. And it's the same Holy Spirit that opens our eyes to see and to hear God's voice to us. Remember Mary in Scripture? Mary came to the tomb, and the Lord appeared to her, and she didn't recognize him. But when she heard her name, Jesus said, Mary, suddenly... Her eyes were open and she realized it was Jesus. And what happens is when we get into the scriptures and we hear our name, suddenly we see God and hear from God in that moment. God, is the Father, is the author of scripture. The theme of scripture is Jesus and the Holy Spirit is the inspirer who helps us to understand and interpret what the Bible says. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Take up, take up the book and read. Take up the book and read. Take up the book and study and meditate. Meditate on his promises my eyes stay open through the watches of the night that I might meditate on your promises. You remind yourself of his promises and you remind God. What happens is you go from conscious meditation you go to unconscious meditation. Conscious meditation is saying it during the day, saying it during the night. So, so you have some time during the day and you just go in your Bible and you open up and you're waiting online in the grocery store and you read your app and you just read that scripture. Uh, your, your lunch break, you take some time to just go to the scripture and read the word. Uh, the other day, my daughter and I went to a restaurant and we we're sitting in a restaurant and uh, a man who was a Muslim came, sat sort of in the back of my daughter, I could see, and he had you know all the attire on, or at least part of the attire, and I realized, well, he, he's, he's Muslim. And then I began to think, that takes courage to do that. As Christians, do we have the courage to be able to say I'm a follower of Jesus and his word is going to be that lamp unto my feet, that guide for me. And so we keep the word maybe at lunchtime and we're studying the scriptures or at a break time we're reading the word. And it gets into your subconscious so that you're working with someone and all of a sudden the situation comes up. And a verse that you had meditated on or memorized or studied years ago comes right back to your mind in that situation. And it's the Spirit of God counseling you what to do in that circumstance. Uh, You find yourself waking up at night, and that passage of Scripture is going over in your heart, or that prayer. Remember I talked a number of months ago about the Jesus prayer? Lord Jesus, Son of God. Have mercy on me. And we're told to pray always, constantly, continually. And that's one of the ways we do it. We we just simply go through the day asking God for grace and for mercy and praying in the Spirit, praying with our understanding, walking in the Word, walking in the Spirit, walking in prayer. The kind of life that God wants us to have is a life hearing his voice, walking in his will, discerning his mind, discerning his heart. And that's really what the scriptures help us to do. In Joshua 1.8, there's an incredible verse when you think about this verse. In Joshua 1.8, it says, do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Think about that. Now, who is he speaking to? He's speaking to the successor of Moses. Moses had been an incredible leader, and Joshua followed him. And Joshua uh, needed courage. And again and again, God said, be courageous, be courageous, be courageous. And you see it in this chapter. He tells him numerous times. But then he tells him, meditate, study the word of God. Listen, he says, do not let the book of the Lord depart from your mouth. So think about this. Here you have the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. Joshua was there for four of them, and he may have been one of the scribes who took down the notes that Moses gave as he put together the Pentateuch. So there, Joshua lived through all of those books of the Bible. He had seen it firsthand from Exodus to Deuteronomy. He had seen the whole thing. Now, Yet, he's told by God, think about it at night, think about it during the day, don't let, speak this book, say it out loud. They would, of course, wear phylacteries in those days. They just had to be surrounded by the word. And look what it says. Do not let the book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful his success he was promised success but god said if you if you do this you will be successful follow my word meditate on it think about it speak it out loud memorize it so many of our difficulties in life come because we pick up the values of the culture and we live out those values We pick up the maxims, the sayings of the culture, and we make them our maxims and sayings. Instead of taking up the word of God and living out the word of God and saying, okay, I'm going to... Dig into the book of Joshua. I'm going to dig into the gospel of John. I'm going to dig into the Psalms. I'm going to dig into Proverbs. And I'm going to take that and I'm going to think about it. And I'm going to say it to myself. I'm going to meditate. So at morning and in the afternoon, at night, I'm going to play the scriptures while I'm driving. I think about all the time that people spend watching television. I think it's seven hours a day, the estimate, the average average. Household watches television or a person watches. Incredible. Just take time to get into the word. What will happen is this: The word will begin to shape your life so that your desires, your affections, your proclivities will be Godward with the heart, the mind, of God. So you begin living out his will, living out his thoughts, doing what he would want you to th- do. Instead of gathering from all the wounds and hurts of life and gathering from all the, uh, the, the, the standards of our culture and society and then trying to filter through that with our own thinking and living, well, living by that value system we'll find ourselves wounded, hurt, broken, bruised. But when you take this book and you begin to meditate on it day and night, I put down three simple things. Reading, reflecting, and responding. Read it. Go over again and again. Just go over, survey it, and then read it more carefully, and then begin to reflect on maybe that Passage or a part of that path, reflect on it, think about it, talk to God about it, let it just capture your thinking. You know, we, we're so caught up with so many things the election coming up, and it's important, of course, but sports, and yeah, that's okay. But why not be caught up with the eternal truth of God's Word? So you reflect on it and then you respond. God, what are you saying to me out of this passage? What do you want me to do? Is it a promise that I'm to lay hold of it? Is it a command that I'm to obey? Is it saying something that should be changed in my life? He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. And the Spirit speaks through the very word that he has inspired. Our lives would be drastically different if the Bible were in our blood. I was um, thinking about the Gospel of Luke. I was thinking about when Jesus came to the two disciples who were so discouraged on the Emmaus Road. Jesus, the Messiah, had been killed, and he had been rejected, and they were so disheartened. They had thought he was the Messiah, and suddenly their hopes were broken. Listen to the story. Jesus sees them. He sees their discouragement. And watch what Jesus does. Because he does the same for you and for me. He says to them, Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as though he were going further. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us. For it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were open, they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? Think about what we just read. Jesus takes them through the Old Testament, Moses, through the prophets and through the books, and shows them how they testified about him, how he was a prophesied Messiah. And then... He goes and stops by their house and he breaks bread and their eyes are open and they see it's Jesus. He could have done that at the beginning. He could have appeared to them and said, it's me, here I am. But what did he do? He took them through the scriptures so that they would see him. God meant for us to find Jesus in his word and to meet with God. In his word. And you know when you've met with him. At times where that heart begins to burn. That fire begins to be kindled in your heart. That first love just is kindled. I pray that Jesus comes soon. And I'm not just praying about his second coming. I am praying that. Even so come Lord Jesus like John said. But I'm praying this is that you meet with Jesus and you hear his voice and you hear and speak to you. It will change, change everything. When a car is driving on a highway in the dead of night, all you see is as far as the headlights go and you can't see all that far, but you see far enough to steer the car God's word is that lamp onto our feet it will show us what step is next it won't always show us what's way ahead but what step is next some of you need guidance from him you're hanging on the slope of a question and you're hanging on the slope of a question mark and you're saying what should I do Speak, Lord, for your servant listens. In faith.
0: We want to encourage you to share this message with your friends and family. We know that God's Word never returns void. We've made it really simple. Visit BuildingInFaithRadio.com and click on today's date. Then you can share today's message to your Facebook page and Twitter feed or even download a copy to share. Again, that's all available at buildinginfaithradio.com. To learn more about Building in Faith or to get a free copy of today's teaching, simply log on to buildinginfaithradio.com. Although Building in Faith is a huge blessing, we pray that it's not your only source for the teaching of the Word of God. It's our hope that you're attending a church that teaches God's Word from beginning to end. If not, we'd like to invite you to join us at Faith Assembly for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. For service times, driving directions, and more information, log on to buildinginfaithradio.com and follow the link to Faith Assembly. Or feel free to give us a call at 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. You've been listening to Building in Faith with Dr. Ed Jones. Please join us next time as Pastor Ed continues teaching through this special three-part series entitled Can You Hear His Voice? Right here on Building in Faith.